0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, this guy on wings of wax. He flew too high, crashed to the ocean, but he learned how to swim by God. John Wayne, here I am in the neon palace of sin in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I reside, everyone. Welcome to the show. Guess what? Episode two. Fifty! holy Jesus, 250 episodes. Some of you have been with me since the beginning, and wow, thank you for that very much. But I just realized that wasn't anything I planned. I just was like, you know, I think maybe guess last week I was, you know, in, I, I realized, I like, oh, it's uh, 250 next week, eh? you know, but I didn't really process it or, or think that much about it. Then this morning, I'm sitting down here taking my notes, getting ready for the show, um, and uh, I realized, hey. It's episode 250. Holy shit! Thank you all. Uh, whether you're new to the show, thank you so much for checking it out. Now, whether you've been with us for a while or for the whole time, thank you guys. Wow, that this that means a lot. That I uh, you know keep can keep going here, and, and people are actually uh, want me to keep doing it. So, thank you guys so much. 250 episodes. That's fucking amazing. Uh, wow, what a deal! We should all celebrate today. I give us all permission. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Monday, it comes on on. Uh, it comes out um, take off work right now. You're allowed. Give them the excuse. Tell them that this is the 250 came out and you're out for the day. They should know I'm going to call everyone's boss ahead of time tonight just to let them know. Okay, guys, you're in the clear. Stay with Uncle Johnny here. So as I mentioned, I am here in my neon palace of sand, but guys, another big news, like a big deal for me, you know, I, uh, well, first of all, I am, let me get a little sip of my coffee here in my big old skullhead mug that I'm drinking. Um, and I just smoked a, a nice little big a little big bowl of grandpap in medicine. And man, am I feeling great today? Because, like I said, uh, we are in uh, the new digs. Like I I, you know, I moved to Las Vegas here in January. Um, I, you know, moved in with my wonderful the wonderful, talented, beautiful, lovely Scarlett and uh now and and i had a temporary setup of a, a temp office setup if you will in in the living room while we were getting things together and you know i know i moved here in january but i've been on the road so much like honestly <clears throat> this being home right now is the longest stretch i think i've been home since i moved here and it's only like for 2 weeks i think or t- 10 days something like that but it doesn't matter i'm enjoying it and uh we got a chance because there's, you know, the other room that was going to be my office had some furniture and things in it that had to be gone through. And and, um, and we're like halfway there. But all the big stuff, you know, we got, to, you know, donated or, or picked up from people. You know, a couple of dressers got the bed out and then I had this space. So I was able to move my desk in. Set up my my whole you know recording and everything uh, in here in the the new office. Hung a few things up on the wall. First thing though, shouts out to the man, my man. I miss you big time, Nick P. Uh, out there in H Town, slinging it out for all the homies. Thirty third, third coast. Shouts out. First thing I hung up in the new office was a poster he gave to me uh, of uh, the French poster subway poster, like all french movie posters are this weird size where they're like six feet tall and four and a half feet but it's not like feet it's like you know and so, so it's such weird measurement but they're huge like they are over six feet or whatever taller than me uh but for miss 45 which uh one of my favorite films and nick actually introduced me to that movie on the road we watched that one night and i was like holy shit and of course um it is uh you know by the still gr- uh, starring the great the great uh late great Zoe Tamarellis uh, shouts out to you up in uh wherever you are um but you know it's just uh yeah, I'm looking at it right now I'm just I just turn around to look at it cuz it's so fucking cool Abel Ferrara of course uh the director and on the French version of the poster he's actually on it cuz he plays a uh, uh, a character in the movie at the at the beginning uh, of the movie and his characters. And, and it's just a great thing. And it was an awesome way to, to, to kick off the office, getting set up in the new office, hanging up that my favorite poster that uh, Nick P gave to me. So shouts out to you, Nick P. Um, but yeah, so I got other stuff hung up slowly. This is a slow thing. You know, I still... You know, we still have some stuff to go through. I don't have like the full room yet, but oh man, it is sweet and welcome. This is the first recording of the podcast in the new the new office, and man, uh, it, it's great. Just all kinds of great things happening. Uh So as I mentioned, uh, you know, I was smoking my grandpappy's medicine, of course, and uh, I think I'm still sm- like this is weird. I thought about this this morning too. You know, I've been smoking. You know, like you know, you guys know how I smoke my weed, but I've been. um I bought this half ounce of uh, this super lemon haze or whatever from, you know, uh, from Oasis, my favorite dispensary here in Las Vegas. Uh, And it's like, I I had to stop and think, like, did I, did this get a spell cast on? Is this one of those things? Because this bag, uh, you know, that I got it in, it's like never running out. I just keep taking buds out of it and it it doesn't even look like it's getting... Empty. It's just like been at like half mast for all this time, and I'm like, man, I usually would have went through this by now. Am I? Am I feeling okay? Is something wrong? But I don't think anything's wrong because I think it's magic, guys. I'm just gonna put it out there. I think it's magic, and I think it is terrific. So, um, yeah. So I got my super lemon haze on, and um, you know, we'll see. Stay tuned. It might, maybe, you know, maybe it lasts till next week too. And I'm, I'm up here, you know, in, in. Uh, picking magic buds out of the air and shit. Wouldn't that be fun? I think so. Um, So anyway, yeah, big, big news up top, 250th episode, starting it off in the new office here in the, in, in Las Vegas. What a, what a time guys, what a, what a great time it has been. Um, so thanks for joining me everyone. And so shout out, first of all, top of the show to all my awesome Patreon people. Guys, thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, could not do it without you, especially with all the travel I've been doing lately. It it really is uh, just something that not only helps me, you know, put gas in the tank and and keep keep food in the belly and keep us going. It 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 helps me like buoys my soul, my spirits, if you will. Just the support, knowing people are out there, uh, you know, rooting for old Uncle Johnny. I appreciate it with every ounce of my being. Thank you so much. If you would like to check out my Patreon and see if you'd like to uh, join one of the tiers, please go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And you can check out what I've got there. All the tiers I have lined up and available uh, get you all kinds of goodies. Plus, every tier you join, any tier you join, actually, gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which comes out uh, weekly on Wednesdays over there on the Patreon feed. And, and that is the podcast where I talk to artists that I meet all over the, the world and in, in country and in all of my travels of all different kinds of disciplines from all different kinds of uh, areas, walks of life. You know, of course, we have writers, but we have singers, we have songwriters, we have actors, we have comedians, we have models, we have all kinds of, uh, we have sculptors, all kinds of art artists uh, out there um that I meet and it's a it's a great show I love doing it it's just a real good conversation with these people usually taking place in a hotel room usually after hours usually when you're a little little, little dipsy but we've done over a hundred episodes over there I've done over a hundred episodes on the Patreon feed so if you join now you get access to that every week plus all of the back episodes that are on there so plenty of stuff to catch up on plenty of very cool cool uh, people out there to uh, discover through that and uh, hopefully you do find your next favorite uh, artist through the podcast that would be great Um, so yeah that's there and uh, you can also on the wall you get access to everything I put on the wall which I put cool shit on there lots of videos of me doing performances at different conventions and readings and, and there's all kinds of cool cool stuff. I try to I try to keep it uh very fun over there. So please go check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And uh, I surely do appreciate all and any of the support. Uh you can also find all of these links very easily at johnwayneisdead.com. Uh if you just go there, boom, it's right there on the front page. Can't miss it. So uh yeah so check that that out too. Um also at the top of the show I want to uh shout out um the folks that have checked out my uh, uh apparel line design that I've got up there now uh it's it's been going well thank you for those who have ordered things and checked it out it's it's very cool and very excited I'm I'm trying to put together some new uh, designs right now, actually working on a, a new design that I want to put out um, exclusively through that. So look for that coming up soon. But uh, again, I know I talked about this backpack last week because I got it, but man, this backpack is cool as shit that I, I have to say, they, it, it really turned out awesome. It's got my, uh, it's like completely wrapped in the design of, uh, if you look at uh, the splash page on my website or the big banner that hangs behind me at conventions, it's my three eyed tentacle monster that I, I, have up there and it's covers the backpack all over. It says John Wayne is dead. It's badass. Um, you can check it out on my Instagram. There's a picture of me wearing it, uh, uh, but it's, it's cool, but there's all kinds of cool shit. T-shirts, uh, leggings, tote bags. Uh, just check out, you can check out my, my, all my designs of my uh, apparel line over there um, at johnwayneisdead.com. There is a link to the shop right there. Um, so that, and one more piece of housekeeping. Uh, guys, I have a newsletter I am going to be putting out, and uh, I just announced it this past week. If you follow me on social media, you've seen the announcements and the links to sign up. Uh, Go ahead and sign up for that, because I'm going to tell you this, it's going to give you advanced updates of where I'm going. I'll drop some tidbits in there, some uh, advanced announcements before I drop them on social media, uh, cover reveals. Just a uh, cool shit, cool swag that comes out uh, before I drop it publicly, and it's it's just uh, gonna be a really fun way to stay in in touch with the things uh, that I do, and and for uh, me to connect with you. So you can sign up for my newsletter. It's totally free. There's nothing. You can unsubscribe anytime. No strings attached. Uh, I'm not even stealing your information because I don't even understand how that works at all. But uh, I probably give away. I probably have stolen my own information many times without knowing, and that's fine. Um, but um, yeah you can just go to com to sign up for the newsletter um, a, a little a little uh, window will pop up when you go and you just click on that and put your email in and you are uh, set and you can be uh, in on all the cool little goings ons and the happenings uh that that I've been um had the pleasure of, uh, of, of, uh, letting you know about. So please check that out. All of this is at JohnWayneIsDead.com, by the way. So, uh, thank you guys, um, if, if for those of you who have been checking it out and, uh, you know, for joining me new, hey, why don't you shoot on over there and check it out? See, uh, what is going on? So, there we go. So I'm home this week, guys. Home for, um, a weekend. Now, I was... Uh, on, uh, I was waitlisted for Monster Palooza, which is going on uh, now, right now as I record this episode. The is Sunday, um, but it start You know, it's been this whole past weekend, and I was, you know, we were waitlisted, and then we were also told to just send an email every day to remind them. You know, hey, what, if you haven't, like, that's just how it works. It's like a, you know, you got to keep reminding them you're out there. Uh, so they remember, or whatever, you know, because things change at these conventions all the time, people drop out the last minute, people show up, start to set up, and then tear down, and leave, like, I've seen all kinds of crazy shit, so things open up at these cons, you just don't ever know, and Palooza is, you know, it's a, it's a bigger one, it's more popular, I wanted to get on it, I didn't get uh, in time, so I was waitlisted, but you know, so when we were leaving Phoenix and we were, you know, we're talking to some people about it, and they're like, yeah, just keep emailing and all this. And, and Scarlet stayed on top of it, emailed them every single morning when, you know, just checking in, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I was hope at first, beginning of the week, I was like, yeah, hopefully they'll get back to us. I think I have a pretty good feeling like we'll get a table and then yeah, that'll be good. We'll shoot on up there. I was getting my inventory together and just like rearranging stuff. And then uh, the, the week kind of got, you know, onto the later half of it. And before I knew it, it was already Thursday and we hadn't heard anything. And I was like, you know what? Good. I, I that's fine. I'll take the, I, I really don't even feel like going anywhere. So sometimes, uh, you know, you need that and that's good. And I'm glad. Um, that I could take that weekend off. It, it was for the best. I, I would have loved to have been at Monster Palooza. A lot of my friends are there. Shouts out to you guys. Um, a lot of it's a cool ass con, but uh, I'm I'm happy that I got the this weekend here to chill. And um, before we head on out to Spooky Empire coming up um, next week or week after, you know, next whatever it is, I can't remember. But um, yeah, so so I'm home this week, uh, and it's been. Uh, it's been pretty fucking good you know I've been um like I said, I got to move into the office here get started getting that set up. but one of the other cool things that i I got to do um over like these past few days uh was write and record a song here even in the new setup you know, it's bare bones setup right now but I was um you know i i I was uh so I can't even remember if i've I've said what this magazine is because not like I vaguely remember them now telling me, like, we'll announce it, don't, you know, whatever, but I was contracted by a magazine um, a few months back to write a story and um, a song that went along with the story, and, uh, you know, it had to do with, you know, a, a rock club, a punk rock club, punk rock band in this club and stuff, so I I, I came up with the story, and then uh, I was you know, kind of like, hey, you know, I got this song, and I had a couple ideas, and I had them jotted down, I had some chords together, I I... Uh, a couple of uh, progressions, chord progressions that I recorded into my phone to remember, like okay, remember this, remember this melody. And I really sat down over the weekend, uh, over the past few days actually, to hammer this out and do it and deliver this song um, to the people uh, who bought it from me. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Like I sat down in here, I uh, in in the new office, got got some things set up, and just got to bust out my stuff, man. And I. I laid down the, you know, the acoustic track first, because it's just like, you know, it's, this is one of my like acoustic-y, punk songs, right? So I laid that down first. I went back, I started fucking with the lyrics, changing like the the things. And, you know, it's, it's just a gritty, straight ahead punk rock song that's got, you know, my little touches on it it's as far as like, I don't know how I stylistically do things. But it's, uh, I was like, okay, how do I want to do this? So I had to look at some things. It was fun. It was awesome. I was I had such a blast. Like first laying that down, going over the word, changing things, doing this and that. Then I busted out a couple different of my electric guitars. And man, I gotta tell you, like this pig nosed amp, I cannot sing its praises high enough. Um, I if you don't know what this is, a pig nosed amp is. It's a little. I mean, it's maybe like ten inches tall by like six or seven inches wide and it's like a it looks it's kind of like a mini like suitcase and you know it it it's an amp that's got a, the the one knob on it that just turns it on and is also the volume and it has it opens like a suitcase so it opens from the middle and it has hinges and that's how you like depending on how wide open it is or shut and what you have the volume at all of that affects the tone that you're going to get and i know this goes deep to wait people are like what the fuck what what are we doing pig nose what are you talking about it's an it's a guitar amplifier but it can be used for a bass as well it could also be used as a preamp like on stage if you wanted to you could run a preamp through it or or, you know use it connect it to a bigger stack but it's just got a small speaker but man it sounds fucking amazing it, it just the sounds that I'm able to get out of that. The tone is just so rich, and when I want it gritty, bo- you know, b- booming when I want it, just all by manipulating that, you know, the case, the the actual opening of the case, and the volume, and then the volume on your guitar. It's very, I love that kind of shit. So I got very, you know, into. Dialing in the sounds I wanted. So I, I like when I started, you know, I was sitting here and you know drinking some beers, doing my thing, laid down that, laid down, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try this guitar. I so I put like one guitar track down, one electric guitar track down, and then some vocals, and I was like, I don't know, maybe this I don't know if this needs anything else. And I tried a couple different guitars, like I said, and then I, uh I was like, well, this is the time when you walk away at the end of the night, you know, and just come back tomorrow with fresh ears. So that's what I did, and uh, you know, and I was like, I knew it needed something. Like something was like, uh, just it's not popping, you know. And I let Scarlett listen to it, and she was like, Yeah, it's good. It just it just needs something, like a touch of something. And I was like, Yeah, you. I know you're right. And I was like, You know, I think I'm gonna strip that guitar out. I'm gonna do different electric guitars. But you know what? I think this song needs bass, and I originally wanted to have a bass line on it, but I don't have a bass. So back in in Houston and in H Town, thirty third, third coast shots out. One of my neighbors, next door neighbors, um, you know, they were musicians, and I could run over and borrow a bass from them if I was laying down a track, and it was all good. Here, there's no, I don't, I, I don't know anybody with a bass, or not, let alone anybody close. So I was like, ah, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to the pawn shop. So went to two pawn shops because the first one didn't even have any bases. The third one, second one, here I go, find it, bam, very. Awesome, just 100 dollars bass. Uh it's a Gretsch Electromatic, which I have a couple of Gretsch Electromatic guitars, but um I was like, yep, that's the one. I don't need any frills, I don't need any spills, I don't need any trills. Um, but please do keep a trill. Um and but uh yeah, I just bought it, you know, and I was like, all right, cool, this is gonna work. And it it worked perfectly. It uh I came in, I got some really cool sounds out of it. I had to repair the one of the knobs, uh the volume knob was Somebody fucked it up, so I, you know, took that part, fixed it all. It was perfect, and um, yeah, had a lot of fun laying that bass down. Went back, redid the electric guitar. Did two electric guitar tracks with. So I have the acoustic. The main acoustic track is right there in the middle of the mix. Then I panned both of these guitar electric guitars twenty seven percent. You know, one to the left, twenty seven percent one to the right. And uh, they both are different tones, and then I have that bass, that stinky, smelly, slap-a-bass uh, right down the middle of the mix as well, lying right underneath the guitar. And then, uh, boom, I go in, I put some vocals down, double up the choruses, throw some, you know, light reverb on there, mixed it all up in a thing, threw a master mastering on it, and then, uh boom, sent it off, so... You know, uh, pretty much spent the entire day yesterday uh, finishing and re, you know, touching and going back and fixing and, and listening to different mixes of it and trying to get it right. But uh, I'm happy with the way it turned out, and it was very fun. Like uh, you know, I love doing that kind of shit. So I got to uh, write this story, then write a song that went with that story, and then I also provided a uh, a hand drawn. Flyer for the show that is happening, uh, that is happening in the story, and that the song is is referencing. So uh, a whole nice little package all put together. Uh, I'll be excited to tell you guys when it's uh, releasing and, and who through and how you can get it when uh, when all that happens. Whoops. Um, there we go. Uh, but yeah, so you know that was fun. That's that's been. Uh, most mostly my week uh, is, is doing this this song and, and and moving into my new office and getting set up. So uh, very very cool, and I, I'm I'm excited uh, to share more about about all that guys and how how I don't even know how they're going to distribute this song. So we'll see. I'll uh, you know more on that later. But anyway, moving right along, guys. Beep, boop 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 boop. Ring 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 ring. Hello, who is this? It's Corey. Why haven't you called me? I miss you. I'm Corey. I'm one of the Coreys. Guys, the Corey Hotline is so lonely lately. No one's calling. What's the Corey Hotline, you say? Well, it is a phone number you can call anytime, day or night, seven days a week, and leave a message for me for the show. I will play it on the show and... We will talk about it or discuss it, shout you out, whatever you want. Uh, just give us a call. We'll talk no big whoop. It's 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Now, I know a lot of people call and then they hang up because they're nervous or or whatever because let me tell you something, guys. I don't know if I've revealed this, but I can see when you call the Corey hotline and hang up and don't leave a message I could see your name and number right there. So I know we've got some nervous Nellies out there that maybe need a little liquid courage or whatever it takes. But hey, it's a non-judgment zone. It's a safe... The Corey Hotline is a welcoming, safe place. You don't have to feel nervous to leave a message. Just uh, just do it. Ask a question, whatever. We'll talk about it. No big whoop. Uh, but yes, please call 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Uh, for a seven. So there we go. Now, moving right along, I think uh, we'll get right into our three-card tarot reading of the episode. Now, as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show, uh, and I just kind of jot down my thoughts, what's going on with, with me, and and just look at the, get a fresh perspective through the prism of the cards, and just, uh, it's it's just a Different way to look at things kind of forces you to change perspective sometimes. I enjoy it quite a bit. So today, my um, I thought, I, I, what's on my mind, you know, staying on task, staying focused, keeping my discipline in, uh, you know, where it needs to be, making sure that I'm not slacking anywhere or getting lazy in any aspect or or anything, you know, getting soft anywhere around the whole perimeter here. Um and it's not that I've been falling off or anything, but it's like I've said before and mentioned like probably over the last three weeks, it's easy. I know how easy that is to get distracted and fall off, and that is not what I'm about. So um, doing that, staying, keeping uh, good routines, making sure that I mean, I'm just keeping these effective routines that are working for me. You know, sometimes it's good to have routines, but sometimes we have to change them up because like I always say, things are in flux, things change, your goals change, you hit benchmarks and then you, you have to you know, kind of shift what the way you work to maintain and move forward. So, you know, it's always good to look at that routine and be like, okay, is this still serving my greater goal? So that, that's kind of, that's what I meant by this. So, uh, that and feeding, uh, you know, feeding my mind and body, uh, the right way to stay, um, good and and on top of things. So, that uh is what's been on my my mind this week. So, um we'll just get right into this. So, let's see. First card we get today is the 8 of pentacles reversed. So, we know that pentacles uh represent the um, you know, our finances, the material wealth or material objects that, you know, that aspect of our life. So, you know, we've got the eight of pentacles. We've got a person who's just toiling away, uh not toiling, but sitting there working on the pentacle, and they've got seven more of them around. Uh they've they've obviously been working hard on these uh these pentacles, whatever they represent. So when we get this, it this is this card is telling us basically we're we're in a we're in a time right now where we're jiving with being disciplined and focused. Just kind of like what was on my mind we're really like okay we understand what it is to be highly focused we understand what, what behaviors we need we believe in ourselves we're dedicated to this thing that we're we're working towards we're even you know have a good wh- handle on keeping negativity out uh especially around this thing that we're doing um and with this card also this this you know we're we're even in the um um upright position there's something to be said about it having the mentioning or or meaning that you you have the knowledge or the wherewithal and the discipline and the focus to know that when you are honing a craft, there's a lot of things you have to do uh, over and over and over again that are, that may not seem glamorous or you know like for just for for instance you know when I was really studying guitar and and. Practicing my ass off, you know, several years ago, I would get up every day and do the scales and the um, I would do my scales and uh, different runs all up and down in every key up and down the the neck to the metronome. Like I'd had a metronome running through and be like Now. Sometimes you you sit down and you can be like, yeah, I'm going to rip through these and you feel good, but it's not something you want to do every single day. It's like jogging. You know, if you take up jogging every day, there's a lot of times you're not going to want to do it or sometimes, but but you know that that's what it takes so you get up and do it. You do it, do it, do it, do it. That this card has something to say about that in either position. So you you are you were in that mindset, you know what it takes. Now, with this card being in the reverse position, it's saying we need to look at this because this focus, this level of of focus may be to our detriment or be a disadvantage to us because we've been so caught up in this that we are striving for this uh, perfection or we're trying to create this perfection that is not attainable and not... not uh, Possible. So, and, and when we focus on, you know, we lose sight of things when we're just trying to perfect tiny little details. I've talked about this going back to the, you know, trying to redo, redo to get it better and better. It, the law of diminishing returns just takes over. And uh, it, it's hard for us to even see that when we're in it. So, you know, we're, we're focused. We've got what it takes. We know what it takes. We're, we're highly in that mode right now, but we do need to look at what that means if if this is something we're focusing too much it, it could be like i said just you know have us tail spin off uh kind of fall apart because we're trying to get this perfection that we'll never you know achieve and then you know we'll end up just basically destroying our own art i i again these are my interpretations of this so we need to look look at that uh those things so are we striving too much to be perfect? Are we striving too much uh, with our routines and with our disciplines that, like like I was saying earlier, i'm I'm trying to take a look at the routines to see if they still serve, you know, my greater good. This car, that was this was like perfect. I was like, oh shit. yeah, take a look at those things. Am I still hitting a rock every morning with a hammer when I'm like, this doesn't help me do anything now? Maybe it did two years ago, but now, I got to go fucking hit watermelons with a, or a tennis racket because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's you know, things like that. No, next card, the Emperor reversed. So this goes really well with the last card because with the Emperor reversed, this is kind of a sign to be like, hey, let's look at what our relationship is with power. Um, with control with with a, with a, our responsibility, with our discipline, with um, you know all of these aspects are calling us to look look at those things and say, I, is this right? am I do am I putting way too much? Am I too rigid? Um, because that again, just like the eight of Pentacles reversed, those things become our downfall we we we're, we're not being flexible with this card we're just like no it goes like this or it goes nowhere at all it fits in this box or you you make it you take it away till it does that's kind of what i see with this card it's just like we get so into that that we can't see outside of those those constraints um and maybe at one point we were in a a, a place where we had we needed that we needed that kind of rigid what a uh, thing to keep us in line or, or teach us but now we're we've taken we might have taken it too far. We really need to assess that and and look at what that means and what we can change in it, and and so we can you know change this relationship that we're having with control, authority, our own responsibility, and others' responsibility. You know, we need to look at that because it's moving into a a, a negative area right now. So so that. It goes like r- so good with the other card it just falls right in now last card the fool i pity the fool but this isn't the fool upright so this goes great this is a great last card for this reading because the fool represents the new beginnings you know opportun- it's just about all full potential you know the person on the card is like walking You're just like happy you got a flower got a little dog with him just his little you know pack on his back of a few things and that's what this is about like just go. Like you have the potential, you have the the excitement, and you're ready to take the step to to start it. You don't exactly know wh- what the step is, but you're committed to it. You're committed to this new journey and learning how to make it work, how to uh, grow within this new experience and and do it. Like and also like if you're kind of teetering on something like, ah, man, I want to do this, but I don't know," or I want to put this out there, but I don't know. This is like when you do, you would do it. This is the time is now to like be like, "Yep, okay, here we go." I don't I know I'm I'm not going to yes this to death. I'm not going to keep going back to the drawing board of diminishing returns. Let's put it out there. This is it and let's learn from the experience or uh Be able to move on to something else, but the fool is all about that energy, that potential. Opportunities are there, and you're ready to grab them, Um, and and just with full abandon, and 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 there for the experience and for the learning. So the way this is for me, I'm looking at this. You know, eight. We got the eight of Pentacles right into the Emperor reverse. Both of those reversed, where it's you know, hey, you know, we need to take a look at these things. Maybe we're getting too rigid. Maybe we're being a little too intense with our discipline or our routine let's take a look at those routines let's see if they are still what's serving us and let's let's pull them apart and put back together a a form a different the the next step the next thing that we need to do or need to work on or need to focus on and this is the the routine we're going to follow now this is going to become part of our daily discipline and then to the full upright where it's like boom now okay we got all that stuff in line we realized it. We're back, and now we're ready to take the step to grab the new, you know, the take, you know, go with the new idea, or just see where this road takes you. But it, it's about the reset, kind of, or the restructure of that, and then and then taking off on that path. You know, like I talk about a lot, the, our path changes. We know where we want to go, but sometimes that changes. the The exact higher goal sometimes shifts for us because we realize that we've learned along the way that, oh, oh our actual higher goal is just left the center of that. Or, or, you know, now this huge obstacle is in the way. We still have to get over there, but how am I going to get around? So, this is the time when we're changing that path, making sure that it's still taking us to where we want to go, and we're ready to 100% embrace it and just step off and and start this new thing. So, There we go. Uh, That was our reading for this week. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. So, thank you guys so much. Um, Moving right along here, guys, I think we'll get into our story portion of the show. Now, you know, sometimes these, you know... uh, a lot of times since I'm on the road so much, the the story portion will be a recap of the conventions that I, I was just at and the stories of things that happened there and on the way and the whole thing. Um, but, you know, other times I, when we're not at a convention, I just, I'll, I'll just remember something randomly, put it down in my, my podcast note app thing that I keep. So I remember shit. Cause you know, um, and sometimes it just comes to me before I sit down to do the podcast. I have no idea, but I was doing that this morning. Here I am. I'm preparing, like I said, getting my notes together. And I go in um, and uh, to the room, and Boney, my, my faithful dog, is in his Surtapostopedic Surtur? <laughs> bed that I've bought him, his little dog bed. Uh, it's actually a big dog bed, but he he loves it. And I was like, Boney, what should I talk about today on the podcast? What do I talk about on the podcast? I, was, I said, Boney, what should I talk about? What story should I tell? And he looked at me. And I look in his eye, and he started wagging his tail a little bit. And I said, Boney, do you want me to tell the story of how we met? And then he really started wagging his tail. And I was like, all right, I will. So there we go. So this one's for Boney. He called it. This is a story. Uh, a lot of you guys see me out there on the road, uh, and I have my dog Boney with me. He's my con dog. He's my road dog. He is my ride or die. And this is a story of a boy and his boney. So, uh, like I said, a lot of you have seen me with my uh with my dog Boney out there on the road. And it has been um a major pleasure and treat for me to be able to bring him out there with me because he is such uh, an awesome boy, an awesome dog. And um <clears throat> which is why it's so interesting in the way I've, I've come uh, to know Boney or to have acquired or we have found our, each other. So, um, you know, I just moved to Las Vegas, like I said, this year, but I've uh, grown up in Houston, Texas, Dirty Third, Third Coast, shouts out. Um, and I've, you know, talked about, you know, you can go back if you've listened for a while, like I said, 250 episodes, you know, when I lived back in Wayne Manor in Houston, there was, uh, I had a couple of dogs. Of course, you heard them bark on the podcast, uh, Boney and and Cerberus, my, you know, other dog. Now, the situation there is, you know, I, that's I'm no longer with, uh, you know, the woman I was with at that house and and all of that now. But this happened when we were together. And uh, I remember, so I had lost my one dog, Lebowski, um, that I've told the story on, on the show. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to know. But Lebowski was uh, a little white pit bull mix that I rescued that found on the, some somebody on the side of the road, he was walking down the road with a, uh, you know, rope tied around his neck as he broke his rope and was loose. And I rescued him and he was my dog for 12 years. He was the best dog. Um, and he had passed away. Uh, you know, and it was very sad and, and awful. And I, I was very, very upset. And, uh, so we had Cerberus at that time, but I was like, I'm not you know, looking to get, you know, you need some time. And, and I was like, I'll know when it's right. So some time had gone by, I think at least a, a, maybe a year had passed um, or, or so, or, or maybe close to a year. I'm not, I, I'm not quite sure. And I get this text when I'm at, back when I had a, when I had a day job, I was working a day job, I had a text from um, uh, from my girlfriend who was like, hey, this is, uh, somebody posted this picture of this dog on our uh, neighborhood Facebook group that's loot, like that somebody dumped in the easement behind our house, like and in the easement, it's like, a, um, like a, a grassy area. Like there's the power lines run back there and it's all woods and shit that run like kind of between two sections of the neighborhood or houses or whatever. So somebody had taken a picture of him and posted it on the, the Facebook is like, Hey, is this anybody's dog? You know, one of those type of things, or, you know, we've seen this dog. Um, I'm, you know, this dog has been dumped back here, and we're trying to get it, but it won't come to anybody. And uh, if anybody is looking, you know, to foster, if we can get it. And I, and I just replied back, I as soon as I saw the picture of Boney, he was just sitting, you know, sitting there in the grass. I guess somebody was trying to, you know, get a, get him to come, and he he uh, wasn't having it, and he took off. But I was like, I want that. Do-. I knew just so the picture I was like, yes, that, yes, we will rescue that dog. We'll take... And, uh, I, I was like, yes, get, get contact, whatever we have to do. So they, they did, you know, she put them in contact of like, yes, we will take the dog or we'll at least foster it or whatever. Um, if we can catch it, you know, if, if you guys get it. So there was, um, um, a mother and daughter in our neighborhood who run, uh, a, a, rescue shelter, like, you know, adoption thing. So they got involved and they're like, okay, we'll help. Uh, if we can get him and I remember like so that's going on but like the next day the next morning I was going to work and um, it was super early I think I was going in at five I was doing like a 5 a.m shift so it was like maybe four thirty in the morning and I came around the corner to where like the easement is uh, the leads out to the road and I was because I was looking and I saw him sitting right there like close to the sidewalk like he was just sitting there looking and I slowed down and I rolled down the window and stopped and I was like, hey, hey, boy, hey, you want to come on? And he was just like looking and looking and I slowly got out of my car to open the door. you know. And I kind of like even got down on my knee and I was like, hey, come on, come on. And he got up and I was like, yeah, come here, boy, come here. And he turned around and just took the fuck off running back into the woods. I was like, ah, man. And he's fast. as He was fast as fuck. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so... They, uh, so I think we went out later that night. Some people were trying, they were trying to, to get him, like to lure him, like with food, the the woman and her daughter and they, like other neighbors are trying to catch him and he will not come to anybody. And like I said, he just runs off and no one can catch him. No one, they can't head him off at the pass to try to box him into an area because he's just wily and cunning and smart and just running. So what they had to do, uh, my poor boy, was, you know, they had to trank him. And, you know, and this is all it just isn't like some basement warriors like, I got my trank gun. No, this was like a vet with the with the shelter people came out and, you know, safely, whatever, they they got him and uh, took him, you know, they took him in, they they did all the tests, they gave him shots and all that stuff and brought him to the house and we're like okay well you know fo- typically you know the, you guys don't don't feel obligated to adopt him you, this is a, officially a foster thing you have to for x amount of day like 30 days or 3 months something like that i forget what it was and i was like yeah no no we we'll, we'll take like i just looked at him and i was like pet and i was like no we'll take him there. well then you know let's just see and i was like yeah okay we can see but whatever so the ladies left and um and there he was and i was like oh man this is my boy and he started following me around, and we had an instant connection and a bond um, that reminded me a little bit of Lebowski. Not not in that it was the same, not in that it, it, it took the place or could ever take the place, because Lebowski and Boney are t- two very different different dogs. They they look a little bit similar, but very very different. So it was just I knew that I you know that connection, and and he you know it just kept growing and he like, you know, would be looking for me, cry when I leave. And um, just, uh, we really formed a strong bond and he's been uh, my boy ever since. Now, I always, you know, when I started doing conventions and I was getting on the road and stuff, I was like, always like, man, I wish I could bring Boney with me. You know, that would be great. But, you know, when he was living with Cerberus it's hard you know you, you, to separate them like if one of them had to go to the vet and the other one had to stay home like it was it was like you were like pulling families apart at the the border or something i mean it was like it was like a a horrible scene like they're crying and you know separation anxiety so and i'd have to put one in a. it was a, just a nightmare to separate them so i was like yeah that's not fair i'm not going to do that you know but then when, you know, my life changed or whatever, I moved out here, I I retained custody of Boney, um, if that's the best way to put it. And uh, he's just been so sweet. He's such a sweet dog. For some dog that was dumped, you know, behind a house in the woods, out there on his own, foraging for however, you know, couple of weeks that he was out there in the rain as well. And he just listens. He listens. He doesn't tear shit up. He doesn't bark and he 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 barks at bad people or whatever or, or just you know people coming around like a like a dog but not just like uncontrollable someone's at the door and you can't answer it or anything like that he's very good to be like okay that's enough but the big thing is taking him to these conventions you know the the car rides some dogs are great with car rides some aren't he's a champ because he'll be in the car for hours and hours and hours and hours with me you know and then we'll we do a lot of regular stops for him and walks and stuff but it's still it's a long trek for anybody and the fact that he can sit behind the booth with all this shit going on and all these people and he's just calm as a cucumber he'll get just in his bed and lay down or he'll sit there and let you know, the most fucking bloody crazy looking cosplay zombie come over and pet him and he doesn't freak out at it or anything. Um, I don't know. He just is so good and he gets it. He, he don't, the first couple cons, I think he was like, what are we doing now? Now he understands. He knows the routine. He knows what did he knows. What's what's up. He knows when, you know, we're going, what it means when we're leaving. Uh, he just, he gets it. And, uh, you know he he listens and he's i i had another thought i was working towards and i just lost it uh damn good weed um but no yeah it's just uh how i don't know what the circumstances were with him or what they felt like whoever dumped him or whatever but he just is he's just a sweetheart and um oh and i, I mean what well, i can't even this was, I mean, when we were at the, the, the con in Phoenix last week that I talked about, uh, like it was packed, 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 packed with people and the security was super tight. So getting in and out to do anything was a, um, a, a huge task. Now, I had maneuvered some shit on Friday where I was like doing my, you know, espionage stuff and sneaking out the side doors with duct tape and taping them, taping the, the doors so that... They wouldn't lock lock behind me, so I could come back in through doors I wasn't supposed to use. I did that um, to take him out Friday, Saturday. It was just a lot more security and, and harder for me to do that. So we actually, like, I actually did get a security guy to take me out back through one of the elevators and take us out front, but I had to come back through the regular door. Um, the front door and go through security again but there wasn't a long line but once i got inside it is it's just wall-to-wall people and i still had to go through a crowd of people and then down two flights of step or two you know levels to the floor where the the hall was for that this convention so walking in with boning you know i have him and it's just we're surrounded by people just pack. We're just walking through and he's right at my side. He's not freaking out. He's not pulling. He's not crying. He's not trying to get, you know, he's not cowering. We're just walking and he's standing right by my side and we walk through all, you know, get through the people. We went down the steps because the elevator lines and all that shit was crazy. But yeah, we get through and I, I just am, ne- I'm never unimpressed by him. He always, you know, is like blowing me away. I'm like, man, I cannot believe what a great dog he is. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, and so now he goes everywhere with me. Uh, he even goes to run errands and shit with me. I'm sure he'd come to the gym with me if he could. Uh, but he's just, uh, you know, he's my boy. And uh, I definitely appreciate him and the relationship that I have with him. And he keeps me grounded. And, uh, you know, he's he's a good boy. So this was, you know, I asked Boney what I should tell the story about. He said, hey, why not tell him about me, pop? And I said, all right, Boney, this one. Is for you, baby. All right, there you go. Hey, the story of a boy and his bony. Uh, I'm sure we all have a, a bony or two in our hearts and our homes in, our, in different capacities. So uh, you know, it's uh, we're lucky to have uh, uh, great pets, and um, they rule. So. Thank you guys for checking out another episode. I certainly do appreciate it. Episode 250. Holy cow. Thank you guys for helping me get here. Uh, please don't forget to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all of your John Wayne is Dead needs. You can check out the apparel shop there, all the cool designs. You can sign up for my Patreon right there from the website or just go to patreon.com slash dead. My new newsletter starts Today, the day that this episode airs, the newsletter comes out, the first one. So sign up uh, if you haven't already. Get on the track for the next one. It's gonna be cool. And uh, don't forget to follow me at John Wayne is Dead on every uh, whatever, <laughs> on every whatever Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you all so much. Go to the johnwayneisdead.com shop for my books and records, and I'll sign them and send extra goodies and art because I appreciate you so much. So thank you all for 250 awesome episodes, and uh, we'll see you in the next one now.